0: This is Clint, host of the Geek League podcast and your future overlord. You are listening to this freaking show. <laughs>
1: What's up, everybody? I am Travis stick I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome to another episode of This freaking Show. It is weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by Audible.com. If you are just like me and you love to hear stories, but you just don't love reading stories, Audible.com is the best, best place for you to go. And if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet right now, You can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible. Plus, as a bonus from Audible, you get a token, and that little token is going to get you your first free book to go along with your 30-day free trial. And all that could be yours if you just go to audibletrial.com backslash
2: This freaking show is also brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com, the only tie shop on the internet where you can get a high-quality knit tie for the low price of just $15. And if you use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, you'll even get free shipping on your order. That's right, $15, high-quality knit tie, no shipping cost. That's WeAreDapperTies.com, discount code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N.
1: Head on over there today. Guys, it has been almost a year since we had an episode like this. And if you remember from last week, uh, me and Joe did a bunch of uh, reviews and um and opinions on like whole classic movies and stuff like that, which kind of uh, reminded us of a great segment that we used to do on the show called Freakin' Flicks. And uh we you know, we're sitting there thinking about how like, you know, we want to bring it back, we want to do it. So we decided to do it today, but we couldn't just do it with just me and Joey. That would just be boring.
2: It would be weird. It'd so be it? like it'd be like role-playing with only one other person. Right?
1: Right? Oh god. It'd be like skiing with one stick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about it out on the slopes. So I uh I, I contacted the man, the guy. The myth. The legend. Right? The midnight rider. The rider on the storm. The Venful Jedi himself. We have Clint with us, guys. Clint!
0: Hello! There we go. <laughs> How's it Clint?
1: going? I, 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 great. It great. How are you, man?
0: Dude, I've been I've been doing pretty good.
1: Right. This is this is your first appearance in 2019, man. I just looked. I, I haven't had you on since December.
0: Oh my God! It was December when we it did was. that. Yeah. Uh, when we did that Marvel uh, lineup. the ranking.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you guys remember, Clint was on, and we did uh, we ranked the uh, the top. Uh, we ranked the 20 uh, Marvel MCU movies out at the time because I'm, uh, Captain America hasn't come out yet, or Captain Marvel that's right hasn't come out yet uh end games hasn't come out yet the new spider-man like so this is all pre that and we ranked a 20 we did tw- uh, 20 through 10 uh here on this freaking show and we rounded out our top 10 over there on the uh, geek dig pod which hey congrats to you for getting uh your three co-hosts back for that episode man i know that meant a lot to you
0: oh dude thanks and uh yeah actually just yesterday we recorded the five-year anniversary episode of the show
2: congratulations that's awesome man ah, thanks five years is a mile mark yeah
0: dude five years was
2: milestone so. i
0: honestly oh no i oh, okay. I, I knew what you bet but i didn't know what you meant. so did
1: i but, <laughs> but no, dude, that's a huge sharpie dude a, a part of me sharpie.
0: a part of me is almost surprised that it's lasted this long mm-hmm. because you see how many podcasts out there just you know fizzle off and fade or people get bored or whatever well, they they think
2: that in today's age that they can just like get on and bullshit and next thing you know they're going to be on the top of the apple charts selling casper mattresses and you know which casper if you want us to sell your mattresses we will do it but uh True that that's not happening <clears throat> I'll sell for
1: anything. most people i don't think i will sell anything but no, it's sure. You know, it's weird. It's like, as you mentioned, you know how long you've been uh, doing it for. If you take out the hiatus that the uh, this freaking show was on, we're actually coming up to four years. That's true. And um, we're actually uh, our season finale is coming up here in uh, September, I believe. Season finale is coming in September. Did I say season or did I say series? I
0: think mm-hmm. you said season.
1: Okay, season. Yeah. So season. so season three is coming to an end in September. Which uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the last episode, but. In case you guys are wondering what our plan is for the season finale of this freaking show is we're going to do a Q&A thing. Basically, it was like uh, uh, an AUA and ask us anything uh, kind of segment to where uh, you guys can ask us, you know, relationship advice. You know, Joey can talk to you about marriage advice. I can talk to you about, you know, being with married chick advice. Um <laughs> uh, uh, you know, our opinions on our favorite movies, music, uh, our opinions on what you feel like, you know, what 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 you want to know how we feel about situations in the world and shit. And literally it does ask us anything. Within reason, I'm not giving you any information to where you could go buy a house or a car. Even if you did, I don't got the credit for you to even fucking do it. But anything outside of that, I'd love to fucking tell you. And that's what uh, I think we're going to do for our season finale. So if you are following us on Facebook at this freaking show, I'm going to pin a uh, post to the top of the page. You can leave your uh, questions in the comment section right there. Or if you do want to ask some kind of personal question that you don't want people to know you're asking, message us and we'll leave it anonymous and we'll still answer it because this show is here because of you guys and because of awesome guests like Clint. Well, thank you. Back. You're thank welcome. You're back. I, was, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that gratitude. So I appreciate that. <laughs> clan but guys, yeah, we are doing uh, we are doing freaking flicks, and uh, if you remember, obviously maybe not because it was it was almost uh, over a year ago since the last time we did one. Um, I did win that poll, but because Cartoon Joe has never won a freaking flicks before, I decided to give him an opportunity to show what he could do by uh, by giving us the information that we have today. So of course, uh, this is gonna be a dumpster fire.
2: Naturally, I, I realized <laughs> I realized as I was coming up with the criteria. That I have never understood the assignment, which is probably why I always lose. Uh, so, uh, sorry, and also not sorry that I picked movies you guys have never seen. Well, it's like you mentioned.
1: It's, it's like you mentioned before we started. Uh, for a movie that I've never seen, it's a lot more common than a movie I have seen. So,
2: that's true. That is true.
1: So, uh, Joey, since uh, since you are the uh, the host, the captain of uh, the freaking flicks uh, for today's show, I'm going to hand the uh, episode over to you and uh, go ahead and tell them the movies that each of us are doing, tell them what the uh, the twist is to it, and then you can go ahead and decide who you want to go first, and uh, we'll see how this goes. And then, of course, when we're all done, there's going to be a poll up on uh, our Twitter account where you guys can vote which movie you like the best
2: yeah so uh, uh my idea for this is is these are our remakes of classic films where the genre has been changed and the twist uh the m night Shyamalan twist is that they are um on a frontier that humanity has not explored in the present so they they don't we are watching the movie the whole time you never realize that it's a western that takes place uh somewhere um it might be um uh way at the in the deep sea that we haven't explored yet in our time it may be somewhere in space that we haven't been to somewhere interdimensional we've never been to um it's this is this is uh basically a a space western um but the audience wouldn't know it until you got to the very end and uh so clint i have i have uh assigned the devil wears prada uh travis i have assigned sleepless in seattle and i have assigned to myself you've got mail uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan classic.
1: Which one? Yours or mine? Mine. Mine too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. And then there's Clint with, with clothing. And then there's Clint.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get stuck with Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> stars.
1: That's his 70s theme song. And then there's Clint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, man. Well, yeah, so you can decide uh, who you want to go first in this. Uh,
2: Clint, I feel like you win often enough, uh, then I'd like you to go first.
0: Okay. Well, I'm definitely not going to win this one, for sure. (laughs) But because I may or may not have completely understood the directions as provided by Mr. Travis.
1: If it makes you feel any better, you have been on the show plenty of times. You know how unserious everything is. Oh, I know. You could give me the you could give me the plot line to the fucking third Lord of the Rings and I probably still believe that was fucking uh, Patty Bates or whoever the fuck I'd, is in Prada. I'd know.
0: Can I just give you the synopsis for Star Wars? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> that was
2: that was the hardest part about picking picking space opera as the twist for the genre because uh, everything everything I watch could be a space opera.
1: Rock Lobster.
2: Everything Marvel. Everything freaking Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Oy. oh yeah i would totally look and dude i kept thinking star wars stuff when i was doing this i was just trying not to put names and things in there <laughs>
1: gotcha. oh yeah another thing another uh, twist we're gonna do to the segment is um you have a five minute time limit
0: oh okay yeah that's
1: that, that 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 won't be a problem yeah that's
2: I, hope, good. I think that'll be pretty well easy. you've
1: already, you, I, it's five minutes you keep talking for five fucking minutes
2: so it
0: might
2: be four. I don't get it. There'll be five. Yeah. I'm judging. I'll be kind.
1: You better end it with, like, the intro to fucking uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in that case. <laughs> All right. Okay. Clint, Clint, are you ready? I am. All right. Five minutes. We're starting now.
0: Okay. So we have Andy, who is a deputy on the planet of black marsh it's a small remote planet and the system that he's in it's just a cluster of smaller inhabitable planets and he's the he's sort of the new deputy for uh this uh you know for the head guy michael waterman who uh who runs the place and he's there for a year until his wife returns from a diplomatic mission and they can uh, go elsewhere and, you know, just retire and, you know, ride off into the Star Starstream. <laughs> and being the new guy in town, he's kind of struggling to find a spot and he doesn't really want to be there, but it's the best thing to, you know, to build up a little extra cash and things. Uh, you know, for for what his wife comes back. And he's just succumbing to every crazy freaking demand that, you know, that Waterman can come up with. Um, But over time, he's, you know, becoming... In time, Andy's becoming more driven and growing more in his commitment and trying to prove that, yeah, he can do this. And you see... His relationship starting to strain a bit, Um, you know that they're saying that he's changing that. that Andy's not the same guy that he used to be. Well, one day Waterman decides to uh, threaten to just eject Andy off the planet if he can't find a rare meat uh, that he wants, you know, to be able to eat. And there's people thinking that this species no longer exists Um, Andy ends up using the resources of a friend of his who works with the Intergalactic Organic Preservation Society and gets lucky and finds you know a a suitable specimen and uh, you know and and provides it thus saving his job Uh, then they come into a um, a meeting Uh, Where they're trying to discuss things with the planet. Waterman's like completely fumbling, you know, just because he was, you know, at some like drunken cocaine bender or something the night before and just not on his game. So Andy steps in, speaks up and saves his ass. Waterman's like, okay, you're coming on this diplomatic mission with me. We're going to go to this next planet here that we're trying to build a trade agreement with. And he doesn't really want to go, but he does because Waterman threatens to, again, eject him from the planet if he disagrees. So, Andy goes... And the night before the agreement, he, you know, before the meeting, he's walking around and he hears, overhears, that the leaders of the planet where they're at is plotting this trade route to open up a way for them to sneak in additional forces and things. And they're going to planning to invade and take over this planet because they want to be able to take everything over, form an empire and start expanding and just start taking over things like total Napoleonic complex. And Andy later discovers that one of the people that are in this conversation Is his wife. She wasn't really on a diplomatic mission. She was. Working with the. She was uh, basically sleeping with the enemy. So to speak. (laughs) So. He. He confronts her. You Know he makes it, you know, he reveals their plan to Waterman. They report everything to the Galactic Council. Kind of, it's kind of like the United Federation Three, of Planets from Star Trek. Two,
2: one. Any final thoughts?
0: Yes. Um, the very final part it's like a year later, you see Andy run into his wife in a marketplace. He nods says hello, she doesn't respond. He walks off, but then it pans back to her, and she cracks the little smile. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: that was
1: nice. It. I like it, man
2: I like it I like the the start was very strong. I really enjoyed uh the I think you changed the genders of the characters, which I thought was an interesting move.
0: I did um Andy was apparently the name of Anne Hathaway's character mm-hmm. but i i I decided to make it i yeah I decided to swap the the I decided to swap genders a little bit.
1: I liked it. You got I you. no problem with that. At first, I thought you were talking about Toy Story. So <laughs> oh. I hear Andy. I'm thinking Tom Hanks. Mike, is this Buzz Lightyear's fucking house? Like, where the hell are we at here? But good job, Clint. I like it. Oh, yeah, well, thank I enjoyed you. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I have his tea. I'm throwing it over to you. Yeah. All right, cool. Let me uh, let me start my own clock here and uh, get my get my head in the game. And uh, okay, so uh, I got uh, I got sleepers in Seattle, uh, and uh, I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with a Western theme, a futuristic Western theme. So uh, we start out with uh, Sam and uh, his son Jonah, who end up moving to a new town after his wife dies, unfortunately being attacked by Indians. His uh, his uh, his home and everything got burned down, and the only people to survived, unfortunately, was. Sam and his son Jonah, so they decide to leave uh, the country and move into a nearby town. Uh, after being there a little bit, Jonah notices that his dad's like really sad and really down that he's you know he, he, he wants love. So Jonah, you know, who's wandering around the uh, local town, if you will, uh, starts whis- starts hearing whispers about this uh, this, uh, this teacher, if you will who happens to have also lost her husband recently, but is engaged. Um, but they don't seem that that relationship is going on quite well. So Jonah has the idea of writing a letter in his dad's place and sending it over to the teacher. So he writes a note, he goes to school, and right before he leaves school, he slips it into, uh, into like a mailbox kind of thing right there on the table. Uh, she looks at it, she reads it, and she's, she's kind of, uh, she's kind of touched by it a little. Um, but kind of confused too, because she doesn't know who this guy is, because again, they don't really see each other too much, even though they live in the same town. Um, but then she's always kind of confused, like, you know, she's engaged, but the words were kind of nice, you know, obviously written by a child, but the child's pretty brainy. So, um, she, she's hesitant about it, so she just kind of ignores it. She just ignores it. So then the child writes another letter. And then she's like, I got to meet this guy. I got to meet this guy. So the bottom of the note says, if you want to meet, leave uh, a note by the uh, the tree right outside of town. So she does. Jonah goes out and gets the letter, grabs it, brings it to his dad and says, hey, this lady wanted me to give you this note. So he leaks at the note and everything. He's reading and She's like, okay, well, I don't know who this is. But why not? You know, keep an open mind and all that shit. So he goes into, you know, he goes into the uh, saloon where they uh, where the notes arranged to meet, and there he met the teacher. So they're talking, having a good time, and all of a sudden, the teacher's fiance walks in. Teacher's fiance turns out to be a woman. What? That's right, lesbians in the West, right? And uh, also a gunslinger. So a female mm-hmm. gunslinger. Yeah. So they're starting to fight and everything, and. Uh, Sam's all like, whoa, I barely know this bitch. What? But um challenges her to a duel. Says the winner. The winner gets uh gets the girl. So Sam, uh, he's never really fired a gun before, but he can't back down. He can't back down to a woman. He can't do that. It's the West, you know? Male pride. So, you know, he's getting ready and everything. He's all nervous and all this shit. The kid feels bad, like, oh no, you know, I got my dad involved in this. I'm gonna lose another parent. I oh, don't know, what do I do? Um, then again to the, uh, the corral or the little, uh, on the, on the road there. And, uh, they're getting ready to fire and everything. And right before they fire, teacher steps in the middle. It's like, stop. And everyone's all like, oh God, we're not going to see anyone get killed, are we? She breaks it off with the gunslinger. The gunslinger gets pissed, goes to pull her gun to shoot the teacher. Sam shoots the gunslinger to save the teacher. Right? Everyone's all kind of like oh, what? No, hell no. So anyways, he ends up killing her and uh they start establishing their new life. You know, the teacher, Sam, Jonah. They move back out to the uh to the old farmstead, if you will, to rebuild their life. And uh I guess I got forty five more seconds to kind of uh <laughs> so sort the of credits are rolling, right? You know, and people are getting ready to leave the theater like there can't be a fucking post-credits scene. But what? Post-credits scene? Oh, no. So the sun rises over this fucking hill, right? And you see this one single grave. And it's the grave of Sam's wife, who died years ago, unfortunately. And then all of a sudden, intense music hits. And then, boom! arm. Reaches out right through the fucking ground. And then it cuts to black. And that gives, you know, like, you know, like, hey, this uh you know, thank you to the city of Oregon for allowing us to record here and no animals were harmed in the making of this and <laughs> spade your pets. So
2: Wow. Nicely nicely done. Right. I appreciate that. Sleepless, because uh, she no eternal rest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right? I like oh. that. Right, right So, boom so, so wife was a zombie
1: uh in the second one she will be nice yeah nice establishing
2: the uh, it's gonna be called... sleepless in seattle cinematic universe yeah
1: it's gonna be the unsleep in seattle mm-hmm. even though it was shot in oregon
2: i like it restless
1: right
2: restless
0: i like it
1: thank it's you it's good
2: i'm i'm definitely gonna have the worst one i'm just not good at this but uh
1: you know what i did
0: i made it
2: up i know yeah. <laughs> that's all
1: you gotta do man i have faith in you i
2: don't have any faith in my you gotta get
1: anymore, ready so. man because we gotta make freaky flicks i know or i'm sorry freaky tales i know clint did you know that no nope. cartoon joe writing a book couple Ooh. yeah we're gonna call it freaky tales it's gonna be uh short stories short horror stories yeah oh, nice. uh,
2: and and the weird
1: yeah short weird stories and we're really excited I'm gonna base my short story ones off of like real uh, events that I've uh, witnessed, so I'm excited. Actually, I actually have a few of those things. Right? Yeah. I think if we really focus on this, I think we may be able to get done by uh, this freaky show, which, which is coming good. in October, which is like the premiere of season four. That's true. But anyway, but strong we'll get start. To that. Strong start. Um, Joey, well, five minutes on the clock. Are you ready?
2: No, but do it anyway. There we go. Five minutes. <laughs> so I've got you've got mail, which. Is itself a uh, a modern retelling of a 1940 movie called The
1: Shop Around the Corner. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah, you can't waste your five minutes telling facts, bro. Well, I have to. <laughs> 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 what I can't do
0: is,
2: is is waste them laughing, and explaining about laughing, and explaining about explaining about laughing. Oh, are we laughing? <laughs> we Anyway, time? <laughs> no, I don't care. So, um, the the movie opens. You've got. Um, uh clara novak she is a, uh, a a a the the wife of uh, a husband doesn't really matter she's she's married she's unhappy in her marriage and uh in her unhappiness she begins to to find a pen pal on on the internet and um uh she she's writing to this guy and he's writing back to her and um in their, in their notes, they manage to, to remain anonymous. They don't know who the other person is that's part of the, the mystique. And as they're writing to each other, they're, they're falling more and more deeply in love. And it turns out that both of them are, are unsatisfied in their home relationships, and uh, things are not going well. And um, in the meantime, outside of their relationships uh, with each other and both at home um they they're they're going on with their regular lives she is a um a farmer uh in a place we don't know where and uh she she's doing her best to to keep the farm going her her husband is is doing his best to keep the farm going but he's away from home a lot she's she's sort of home alone just tending to the garden and he's going out trying to to make sales and 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 build their family farm up um you know enterprise wise Mm -hmm. And uh, the other guy, the, the person she's writing to, let's call him Alfred, is, um, he, is, he presents himself as also a farmer. And that's, that's one of the things they talk about is, is their gardens. That's, that's how they come to connect to it, with each other is because they both have a love for, for growing things. And um, as they fall more deeply in love, they, uh, they realize that they, they actually uh, know each other in real hmm. life. And what they didn't realize is that uh, Alfred is actually the um, the owner, the current CEO of a giant farm conglomerate that has Uh... been gobbling up uh, small, small family farms.
0: Bastards.
2: Yeah. And uh, of course, his farm has just moved into the neighborhood and um, and Clara didn't realize this um and so she's she's upset she's absolutely furious with with alfred you know how dare you 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 get me to fall in love with you why were you using our letters to uh, our emails to to convince me to fall in love with you um were you trying to steal my secrets you know were you were you trying to use this against me so that you could get a hold of the farm um in the meantime her husband has, has figured this all out he knows he knows that she's been seeing somebody. She know he, he has suspected that she's had an affair, mm-hmm. and he realizes it's the uh, it's Alfred, the owner of this farm conglomerate. And um, in in a moment of of human desperation, he kills himself. Mm-hmm. It's dead. Um, and uh, and then, um, uh, Clara is is grief stricken. She's upset. She's trying. Uh, very hard to continue to run the farm, uh, even though the, the farm conglomerate is gobbling up everything around her, and um, uh, she's no longer seeing Alfred, um, although she longs, she really longs to write to him again, because, you know, now she has nobody, it's just her uh, in the house by herself, they didn't have any kids, they didn't have a dog or a cat, um, they're just there, she's just her and her plants, and eventually, at the very end of the movie, she she finally reaches out to Alfred and uh invites him over and um it turns out that Alfred uh and his company are not actually human. They are a um uh like a uh Borg esque they they assimilate people. They don't just assimilate farmland, they use the farmland as a way to conquer planets. And so uh, uh as she uh, as as she invites Alfred into her house and he reveals to her who she is uh, the last frame of the shot is her horror at the realization that uh, not only is her farm lost to her her own self-identity is as a human being and the movie ends
0: yes wow I like that
1: that's good job Joe thank you I like how you guys are so concerned about hitting five minutes. I know. So. All right, cool, guys. Um, make sure you guys uh, get on Twitter and a vote. Um, it'll probably the, the voting will probably go for about it'll probably go over the weekend after the show gets released. Um, and you get the vote. You know, you got, again, you got Devil Wears Prada. Is that right? Devil mm-hmm. Wears Prada. Yeah. yeah, Devil Wears Prada uh, by Clint, which is more uh, intergalactic spacey. Uh you got *My Sleepers* in Seattle, which is more of a futuristic Western zombie kind of film, and then of course you got uh, *You Got Mail*, which is uh, a farm based in parts unknown that is uh, also uh, yeah, alien like. Yeah, invasion of the body
2: snatchers or
1: uh, nice. Yeah,
2: Borg nice. Star Trek thing.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, awesome. You know, and I, I gotta say, I love doing these. I do, I do love them, and they are they are difficult to do. I mean, nothing will ever top, uh, you know, fucking Quasimodo skull-fucking like Clinton.
0: <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Am I ever going to live this down? <laughs>
1: the fact that those your first appearance on the show, and you're the first person to talk, and you, you, you throw in a skull-fucking. Right. You know? Fair it, point.
2: If you throw in skull-fucking in the first episode, and they invite you back,
1: you know you're a good guest. Right. Because I want to mention it to you every time I see you. Skull fucking. It's a story. If, if that's not a t-shirt in the Geek Dig uh, marketplace anytime soon. this Quasimodo. Whose skull was he fucking, by the it way? Was was it was random,
2: wasn't it?
0: Uh, I think no,
1: it was. Or was it Esmeralda's because she was burned at the stake?
0: I don't remember.
1: Uh, he was uh, skull fucking somebody. Guys, you gotta go back and listen. I'll, I'll tell you what episode it is in the show notes, because you gotta go back and listen to that one. Well, we had some pretty decent ones uh, along the way and everything, and uh, we'll see who uh, happens to win this vote. So the next time we do this, we have a whole new plot line with a whole new set of movies and everything. And, of course, we're always going to do it with Clint. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No one else. No yeah. one else
1: brings the heat. Fuck no. But since we're on the topic of movies, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the uh, Awkward Flick of the Week. Oh, please do. Yeah. So uh, um, so my Awkward Flick of the Week as uh, keep to continue to pay homage to the Awkward Colin. Uh I picked uh, Shazam.
0: Oh, nice.
1: nice. Yeah, which, uh, fun fact for everyone, uh, Clint, you saw Shazam, right? Yes, I have. Joey, you have not.
0: I have not, but I know the premise.
1: Okay, so fun fact to everybody, uh, Shazam's not a children's movie. (laughs) No? Not one bit. In my opinion, it is not a kid's movie whatsoever, and I thought it was. I thought it was like a PG, goofy superhero movie. It is not, but it is a great fucking movie. All right, like, you good. know, for, for being a DC movie, and I'm not a DC guy, um, but it was a pretty good movie. I If you guys don't know what it is, uh, to get, to tell you what it is without uh, giving away the plot lines and everything. Speaking of
2: Tom Hanks film, it's big with superpowers.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
2: <laughs> it really yeah. was.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, obviously, there's this kid who uh, gets uh, drawn into this uh, cave-like environment and is uh, given the powers of Shazam, a champion. Um, and then he has to, you know, he spends the movie trying to, you know, work on his powers and hone his powers, figure out what he is. And of course there's a villain, because there has to be a super villain in it. And the super villain uh wanted to be the champion, but he wasn't worthy enough to be. So he ended up uh taking the I want to say it was the heart or the soul or whatever it was, it was a blue gem that gave him control of all these uh these monsters, pretty much. Um and then pretty much the movie is him going around finding Shazam and forcing Shazam to give him his powers. Uh, Shazam, uh, the, the little boy who, you know, before he became Shazam, um, he, he's a he's a foster kid. He's in a foster home. Um, he just has, says the word Shazam and he poofs into Shazam. He does uh, some shenanigans and gets them in trouble. But then he kind of learns how to be more of a respectful person and eventually finds a true family. I got to tell you, the worst part of that entire fucking movie is when he finally finds his mom. Mm. That part fucking sucked.
0: Mm,
1: and Clint, you know what, what I'm talking him. about.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just guess.
1: guess. Right? Do, do you want me to tell you? No. I mean, yeah. It won't, ru- no. it won't ruin the movie. Oh, if it won't ruin the movie, I don't like think it'll to... ruin the plot line. All right. So he, he is separated from his mom. That's how he ends up in foster care. Yeah. And eventually, he finds his mom. Yeah. And he apologizes to his mom for, you know, running, running away because he really didn't run away. He just tried to pick up his toy that he dropped. Mm. And when he's sitting there with the cop, the mom admits that she saw him with the cops. And he just walked away. So she oh, really didn't want it to begin with, which was unfortunate again, you know she was a yeah. seventeen year old with a child so it that part really sucked. it doesn't destroy the plotline of the movie in any way, but it's it's one of those it's almost kind of like a like an ant man guardian of the galaxy uh Thor Ragnarok. It's an action movie with a lot of comedy in it.
0: Gotcha yeah. I like that
1: but with, uh, but, go ahead.
0: Sorry, can I, but with that family element, the whole reason they pushed that thing with the mom. And up until that point of the movie, that was all the kid wanted. He was he was tracking down his mom.
2: Oh and, okay.
0: and the only thing he wanted was to be reunited with her and have a real family again. Gotcha. So that's the
2: B plot is Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it they used that point that point of the movie to shift it to realize, hey, this foster house that he's in with all these other foster kids. Is his is his actual family? Yeah. That's sort of the that's sort of like the turning point in like the 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 B plot of the movie.
1: <laughs> and I gotta say, if I was to be a foster kid, I would love those foster parents. Oh, me too. They were the I, coolest fucking. They parents. were they were cool fucking parents. Um. So, and you guys you guys know how my ranking system works in this. Like, I'm not like awkward Con where I give everything a fucking four or a five. <laughs> Um, but you know what? This one was pretty high on my list. so um I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a I'm actually gonna give it like a three point five, maybe even a four because it was okay. really good. Um, it kept my attention to the whole thing. um it, it there wasn't like a low point where it seemed like it was kind of dragging on., uh, there were certain points in the movie, and I'm gonna try to describe this as best as I can. Um, like you know like those points where like you seem like the hero is down and out. But then he kind of like stands up and takes control. I feel that happened a lot in this mm-hmm. movie, like at least four or five times, where you think like, "Oh my god, this is the big battle," where he overcomes it, but then he gets his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. But then it happens again. Like I didn't like that because it seemed like that happened way too much. Um, mm-hmm. But it, again, it was it was funny. They had like the like the, um, the uh, co- comedic uh, comic relief in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it showed images of people dying, but not like it wasn't a gory way, but. You know, fucking people did die. It gave you a, um, it gave you an origin story, not only Shazam but the villain as well. Oh. Um, But it didn't like take up the entire movie. It was so it. I think it went pretty well. I guess I'm gonna. I'll give a final vote of four out of five or eight out of ten, however you guys want to look at it. And I definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it, definitely it's worth renting on uh, Comcast. Uh, if you've seen it in theaters, definitely buy it because it's going to be a movie you're going to want to watch again. And if you haven't seen it, you don't want to pay for it, I'm sure it's definitely going to be free eventually. Make sure you take it the opportunity to catch it and watch it because it, it definitely was good. And it left it open uh, for a sequel, obviously a post credit scene. So if the sequel isn't coming around, it's definitely going to happen. Um, Clint, do you, do you kind of agree with me? It's about four out of five. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was pretty damn near close.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, the... And the other thing, yeah, a lot of times you felt that this one was, well, I mean, obviously, like Travis said, it's not a kids' movie, but it was more, it w- felt geared more toward family than other.
1: When you, you watch know, the, than movie, the other
0: yeah. DC movies, when you watch but, the movie
1: trailer, it looks like it's a kids' movie. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, okay. but yeah. they yeah. they treat the themes a little more maturely. Yeah, and. There was one of those one of the cre- one of the enemy creatures in the movie was like the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> okay,
1: oh. yeah. all yeah. right, yeah. I mean, those creatures definitely horrifying. And uh... yeah,
0: because the, they basically these seven creatures um, personified each of the seven deadly sins.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yep.
0: And yes. dude, gluttony. That's all I'm gonna say, Travis. <laughs> I'm sure you remember.
1: Oh, the one that opened his entire body up. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, his like his like mouth was like in his stomach, essentially. Yeah. Oh, those are my favorite yeah. monsters. Um, so creepy.
1: The uh, the big one with the uh, long uh, the long nails. I'm assuming that was. Uh, I think that was greed. I can't remember, but it was the big. It was the big like almost goblin like one that was standing behind him in the big scene.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one terrified me the most. The other one kind of looked like a Ghostbusters one, but. <laughs> It, 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 it was it,
0: reminding me of something like out of a video game, like Left for Dead or yeah. Resident Evil or something like that.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely a good movie. I definitely recommend uh, checking out if you get a chance. Um, uh, Clint, you wanna you wanna join us in our uh, what we're freaking thinking? Sure. Cool. What, uh, what are you freaking thinking?
0: I'm. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm thinking a lot this week. You know, not to not to take a serious tone to things. Yeah. But I'm thinking a lot about mental health this week. Um, okay. Good. I have I have a friend who deals with you know a fair amount of like depression and PTSD, and I've been trying mm-hmm. to help him through some stuff. Um, well, and I don't know if you guys know this mainly because i don't publicize it on facebook too often um but i've been doing a lot of uh, like video game streaming this year
1: yeah oh. through twitch i, I remember uh I remember, yeah uh, i was talking about that not too long ago yeah yeah
0: and i actually just the other day um i got signed up for a slot for this charity stream that i'm going to be involved in where we're actually like pro- promoting mental health awareness and and the games that we're doing deal with some aspect of mental health.
1: Well, Clint, um, I'm not sure, and uh, not, not to sidetrack or interrupt you, I do apologize yeah. for that, but th- I always wanted to do something uh, like a charitable kind of thing to where... We do like, uh, cause me, uh me, Joey and Colin back in the day, we were part of, I can't remember what the uh, charity was for, but there was that 24 hour, uh, podcasting thing that they did yeah. where they got like 24 different podcasts to participate and do an hour long show. That's something I was always interested in doing and trying to find something like, you oh. know, trying to find a way to make that work. Oh my God, um, I want to do this. I think, well, I think, I think I may have mentioned it to you years ago, but I think I wanted you, me and, uh. A uh, fifth cast to get together and try to put this together to make it work. Um, we'll, we'll we got we'll get together. We'll sit down. We'll try to figure something out because we can do yeah. something like that. Because um, the the wrestling company, I uh, we know it like, go ahead and finish up what you're saying. Then um, I'll talk about uh, I'll, I'll follow up with this on something else.
0: Yeah. All right. But I mean, with all of this, and you know, just see, seeing like like with with my one buddy that's been going through stuff. I'm just thinking that there's a lot of people out there that don't feel like other people are going to understand or like they don't have a place where they can, like where they can turn for stuff. And, you know, I just, and it's, it's a thing with me. I want to make sure that people know Yeah that you know they're cared for and loved mm-hmm. that they're not alone in things that they do have an outlet they have somewhere to go if they need to to vent a, a lot of people feel like if they bring something to somebody that they're being a burden or they're being tr- you know troublesome yeah um sure. actually something that a f- and It reminds me of something that uh, actually Skip, one of my co-hosts on GeekDig, said to me in a conversation that we were having uh, not long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like, dude, when I signed up for this friendship and everything, I signed up for the whole thing. I knew there would be bad days going into it. The point is we're working through them together. (laughs) Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't remember that especially i mean and and it's hard to especially when you're in the like the middle of an episode or heat of the moment so to speak but Mm -hmm. you know i just i want people to try to remain conscious that you know there is (laughs) you know somewhere for them to go
1: (laughs) yeah i got you yeah and that's uh and that's uh kind of dive into what uh what i'm freaking thinking Uh. The, the wrestling company that I do a lot of work with with Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, I co-host with Dizla J. Um, the company I work with, they do a lot of like local charities and fundraisers and stuff like that for different organizations. And this coming month in August, they're uh, helping out a, um, uh, a program that uh, works with people who are depressed or suicidal and stuff like that. Um, and they're doing a lot of awareness and raising money for that, which is pretty awesome. But to dive into what I'm freaking thinking is that same company that does all that work is actually trying to figure out a way for me and DJ to become the commentators for their wrestling shows going forward. So I'm really excited to get that going. I haven't announced that on JFW yet. So if you're a fan of JFW and you're hearing this show as well, you know what's going on. Uh, But I'm not going to mention JFW yet until it's official. But this isn't JFW. This is this freaking show. But it's like you said, Clint. Uh, the biggest problem that people have when they have situations like that is they fear—they fear that they can't go to somebody, which you always have to make sure you leave that door open for people. Now, I've always been the kind of person that wasn't a big fan of being around people too much. I kind of like my own privacy, but I've never turned anyone away. And uh, it's—and that's another thing, you know. As a podcast, you keep an open platform. To hear from people. And not everything is a positive thing. Not everything is a negative thing, you know, towards the podcast in general. But some people will turn to you and say, hey, listen, you know, like you inspired me to do this, or hey, can I ask you a question and stuff like that? And, you know, I don't have to know you for 10 years. I don't have to know you for two days. If, if you need to reach out to somebody, you need to talk to somebody, you know, our platforms are there for you guys to reach out and talk to us. You know, it's like nobody should ever feel like they're alone. So it's, I'm glad you brought that up, Clint, because that is an important thing that some people feel that is true. They feel that they're going through life, uh, that life sucks so bad that no one wants to deal with them and they're going through it alone and they shouldn't feel that way.
2: Agreed. Yeah. yeah.
1: What about you, Joey? What are you freaking thinking?
2: I am uh, freaking thinking about Gen Con, which is coming up this upcoming weekend.
1: Nice. Um, oh, very nice.
2: excited. Heading down with my, my other show, GeekCast Live. Um, we go pretty much every year. And uh, we've been doing that for the last, I think, four years. Feels right. Anyway, um, should be a good time. Looking forward to it. We've got a a few games. We're we're meeting with some designers uh, who are going to have us uh, play some of their games for review. Uh, We're going to be picking up a few games we kickstarted. So should be a a, and and of course we always have uh, just more fun than uh, than we probably should. You know. (laughs) So a lot of, a lot of good cheap bars in Indy. Let's just put it that way. So, uh, look for us. Um, if I may go ahead and jump right into my, my usual plug, uh, I'm going to change it up this week. Uh, we will be doing a live show. Um, as of this recording, we're, we're recording on Monday. Um, the recording will probably come out Thursday.
1: Thursday, Thursday um, so, evening.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, we will have done a live show, which you can find on our Facebook page by searching Geekcast live. um, it's, it's really our only live show we do every year, ironically. Um,
1: I think last year you guys did a video as well.
2: Yeah, that's what we the usually – we pop it onto Facebook Live, and uh, it'll be live at Miller's, down in Indy. And, um, yeah, so hopefully, uh, having listened to this, you'll have already seen it. Um, but if yeah. not, also cool.
1: Well, we could definitely uh, – we'll post it up on uh, the Facebook page so they get it uh, and everything. Clint, we appreciate you coming on the show, and why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners where they could uh, – find Geek Dig Pod so they too could hear uh, your show if they aren't already a fan of it.
0: Alrighty, And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to plug it like I do at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. uh, you can find Geek Dig on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, The Satchel Player, Player FM, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Uh, you can even find us if you have one of those Alexa voice-activated devices. Uh, you can tell her play Geek Dig podcast, and she will pull up the latest episode. Uh, where our website is geekdigpod.com, which has all of the links to all of those platforms, as well as the episodes themselves. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Dig Pod. I am also on Twitter at Vengeful Jedi, uh, which has a lot of my streaming stuff, and I'm trying to sort of incorporate it as just more of my personal twitter <laughs> um and that is about it that's that's where i'm at oh and uh facebook.com slash groups slash geek dig pod there's always some like really funny shit going up going up on there
1: nice 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 uh, once again, we want to thank Audible.com for being a sponsor of the show. Make sure you go to audibletrial.com backslash FreakNet to get your 30-day free trial as well as a free token to purchase your first book for free. I uh, also want to thank WeAreDepperties.com where you get a $15 high-quality knit tie. When you go to checkout, type in the promo code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, to get free shipping on your uh, purchase. Make sure you get your This Freaking Show merchandise at teepublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search TFS, get all your merchandise there, as well as your Follow Star Wars shirt, which we're getting a Follow Star Follow Star Wars again soon. That's true. Uh, and of course, there's going to be a Cartoon Joe shirt there eventually. Whenever he sends me his cartoon logo. Oh
2: yes, I looked at me-
1: that last week. You really do. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And also, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Player FM, Stitcher. If you do follow us on iTunes, give us a five star rating. Give us a five star review. Let us know how well we're doing so you bump us up in the fucking rankings. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Cartoon Joe. And I'm Clint. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.